Welcome to City of Thomasville Spotlight, a weekly show dedicated to providing the community with the latest news and happenings about the City of Thomasville. We will discuss everything from city business, to events, to daily operations, to public safety. Here's your host, Chris Hurst. WPAX Local News Director Chris Hurst here. We have a familiar face, a familiar person here. Christy Owens, Main Street and Special Events Manager. Very good. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes. I know things are always happening here in downtown Thomasville, even in the midst of a global pandemic somehow. We managed to just keep pushing through here in downtown Thomasville. So what's been going on here in downtown Thomasville over the past couple of months? Well, we have some always exciting news to share when we have new businesses that open downtown. In the past two months, we've had six new businesses open, which has generated about 30 new jobs. So that's always a great thing when we can brag about that, that our businesses are still growing and expanding and new people are looking to relocate to Thomasville. So even though, like you said, we have been in the middle of a pandemic, we are still having new businesses wanting to come and grow in Thomasville. So that's a wonderful thing to share. Also, we've been focusing a little bit on a e-commerce grant that we received last year, and we got that program kind of kicked off earlier this year. So that's basically an opportunity for our businesses that are downtown to receive up to $500. That is a grant that is a program through the Williams Family Foundation and also the Georgia Main Street Program. So last year when COVID began, we looked at ways that we could assist our downtown businesses and help them grow in the middle of a pandemic. So what could we do? So this grant opportunity was developed from the Williams Family Foundation. So we looked at ways that we could use that in our downtown and apply for that. So what we decided was, you know, how can our businesses still operate? What can they do? And many of them did not have any kind of online presence at all. So with these grant funds that we've received, our program is an e-commerce grant. As mentioned, they can receive up to $500 and they can use that for anything for an e commerce presence. So if they maybe had a website, but they didn't have the ability to buy products and things online, any kind of software they may have purchased in order to allow them to do that. At the beginning, many people may have had websites, but they didn't have a way to sell their products. And some of our restaurants were even just advertising, hey, here's our menu on social media. Here's our cell phone number. Call us to order. So this program has allowed some of them to develop their online presence and be able to maintain their sales and things like that when they haven't always been able to have all of their doors open. And of course, over the past 17, 18 months, that online presence has been so vitally important. So I know that's exciting for the local businesses who are able to take advantage of that. And we love when new businesses open up here in downtown Thomasville. For us at WPAX Radio, that means new neighbors. Exactly. (laughs) So we get excited. I was so proud. I'm always proud of Thomasville and, and downtown Thomasville and everything that goes on here. But I was so proud recently when I learned that the Georgia Downtown Association was honoring us here in downtown Thomasville for our efforts in the 100th annual Rose Show and Festival. Exactly. We were excited to to be recognized for that. As you mentioned, that was an award that we received from the Georgia Downtown Association for promotion. It was an award of excellence. And so basically they recognized us for all of our efforts that we put into creating a centennial celebration for our Rose Show and Festival. Because we knew there were some things that we would not be able to carry forward with that event that we normally do, particularly our parade. So we had to sit down and think long and hard about ways that we could be creative and still host such a 
wonderful event for the community. And it was just very much a team effort from everybody within the city of Thomasville because it wasn't just our office or the tourism office. It was almost every department within the city contributed something to that event to still make it special for our community. This seems like one of those many examples where Main Street staff and all of the team effort that went into it, to me it just speaks to that ability for Team Thomasville and Team Main Street to go above and beyond. Exactly. We couldn't do these events if we didn't have the full support of the city behind us. So with that event, we did try to create new things. Like I mentioned, we could not have a parade. So what could we do? So we created and built these huge historic displays with historic photos on them. We worked closely with the Thomasville History Center to find those photos. And that was just a way that people could still enjoy a parade, so to speak. It was a reimagined parade, but they could still walk around and look at photos from past parades and maybe recognize people, maybe their family members that were in some of those early parades. And we also still did build one float. It wasn't a traditional parade, but we did build one float for our Rose Queens. And we invited all of the Rose Queens back that we had contact information for. They stood on the float. They had photo opportunities with the community. Many of them had little tiaras that they wore around all night that night. And so they were touched that we still tried to include them in all of our plans. And another thing that we did was we really tried to bring roses and flowers into the event this year. We decorated many of the light posts downtown with flowers. We built some over-the-top photo displays that we had spread out throughout the downtown. So those are just more ways to get people excited and just think differently about the ways we could bring people downtown. I remember in the hours leading up to this year's Centennial Rose Show and Festival celebration, I walked out of the radio station here and I found a literal bed made of roses. Mm -hmm. My jaw just it hit Remington Avenue and, and I had to stop and take a picture. Any chance that bringing in the former Rose Queens to be a part and those huge historic displays that you were speaking of, any chance that those will be included in future Rose Show and Festivals as we move beyond the 100th? Definitely. Definitely all of the photo displays that we created, we have saved and salvaged those so that we can continue to use them every year. We're definitely going to use the Rose Queen float as it was designed this past year for future years. And we always do try to invite all of the former Rose Queens back and participate with us. So yes, those are definitely elements that we will continue to use from here on out. Very good. Here we are 17, 18 months into the pandemic. COVID just seems like it just refuses to go away. So with that in mind, COVID has impacted, unfortunately, some recent City of Thomasville sponsored events. With that in mind, what are some of the things that the downtown office and the Main Street office is doing to continue to encourage visitors to our historic downtown? Well, we're still moving forward with our events as much as possible. We have our sidewalk sale that's coming up on September 18th. That's always a great event for downtown. We're also continuing to work with different tour groups to come to Thomasville. We've never stopped promoting Thomasville, never stopped reaching out to groups to bring them here. In the month of October, we have numerous groups that are coming. We have a Georgia Outdoor Travel Writers group that's coming and bringing about 25 to 30 different travel writers here. So that's just one way to bring more attention to Thomasville, let them see what we have here. And then, of course, they in turn go back and hopefully write articles and different things about Thomasville to get the word out about what a great place it is. We also have a large Villages convertible club that's coming up from Florida. I think that's bringing about 50 different retired couples here with their convertibles and they've been here before which is always fun to see. We've worked with them on planning their meals throughout downtown Thomasville and supporting our restaurants. They're going to be getting downtown dollars to spend while they're here. So any opportunity that we have with these groups that are coming in, we certainly try to use that to our advantage and support our businesses downtown. And Bonnie Hayes that work 
works in our office, our Main Street and Tourism offices share office space. So anytime she receives a call from a tourist group that wants to come, we brainstorm together and figure out, hey, what's the best use of our resources? How can we support these groups while they're here? What can we do to make it special for them and want them to come back? There's a large TASA soccer tournament that's coming up the 1st of October. We've been working with them to provide some incentives for them to send people downtown to. And I believe there's a family weekend coming up for FSU. There's a couple of home games coming up in the next couple of weeks. So we always have our hotels booked during those times. And again, that brings people out to downtown too so that they can shop and dine in our restaurants. This City of Thomasville Spotlight presentation is a special double feature. Chris, I'm glad to be here. Name Tim Connell, Fire Chief for Thomasville Fire Rescue. Chief, I know we've got something really big coming up. It'll be here before we know it in October. I want to say it's October 3rd through October 9th. Fire Prevention Week, you're correct, Chris. So with that in mind, could you share some fire prevention tips ahead of Fire Prevention Week? Sure, I'd be glad to. Right now, the biggest cause of our fires is kitchen fires. So we got to be really vigilant and mindful when you're cooking. I know people are home all the time now with COVID. They're working from home. Even if you're at work, you're tired, emotionally drained when you get home. So you just got to be very careful when you start cooking that you don't get sidetracked or whatnot and just watch what you're doing. Any other fire prevention tips? Anything else come to mind when we talk about fire prevention? Sure. Look at your electrical cords, extension cords that run through the house. If they're on the floor, every time you step on them, you fray that wire, which can cause a fire. Check your smoke alarms. By all means, we need to have smoke alarms because they're your first line of defense, the early notification. If you have a fire while you're sleeping, this is what's going to wake you up and alert that there's a problem. And I believe there will be an opportunity for us to check out all of our smoke alarm batteries that will be coming up fairly soon, I believe. That's correct. We try to say when the time changes, change out your batteries. That is a service, a free service Thomasville Fire Rescue offers. We'll be happy to come out to any residents and inspect their fire alarms. They're only good for 10 years, so we'll change out the batteries and we'll change out the smoke alarm for free. And so anybody that would like to take care of that free service that's offered by Thomas Hill Fire Rescue, they would just call you guys. That's correct. 229-227-4099. Speak with Kelsey, and she'll be happy to take your information. We're coming up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, September 11th, 2001. And everybody remembers where they were, what they were doing on that day, September 11th, 2001. I'm sure you're no exception to that. That's correct. I was actually in surgery with the doctor I worked for at the time. And I remember when we came out of the surgical room and went into the doctor's lounge to take a break, it was on the TV. And I was wondering why everybody was gathered in the doctor's lounge and saw what was going on the TV. And it literally shut surgery down. When the doctors finished their surgery, everything stopped. As the saying goes, the world stopped that day. It really did. I had previous fire experience prior to 9-11, so I understood the basis of what was going on during the time. I can't imagine because I've never experienced the high-rise fires, the World Trade Center, of course. But I understood the equipment they were taking up to the fire floors and how heavy it was and the climb it was. My heart went out to them because I know they were doing their job, but, you know, it's a tough job sometimes. September 11th, of course, it rolls around every year. It would have a special significance for fire personnel, to say the very least. It is. It's a special day for us, and we try to remember all the sacrifices, not just the firefighters, but the police officers and everyone involved that day. Yes, it is part of our job, but there's times that you do things that you know may not come out as well as you would hope. So my respect for all that was doing their jobs that day. 
If you could convey any message, Chief, to the loved ones of those that did lose their lives and made the ultimate sacrifice that day. Of course, there's no words that can comfort or bring the family member back. Just know that they were doing their job, as I stated earlier. They know that going into the job that there could be loss of life. My heart goes out to you. I've never lost a loved one to a fire like 9-11. But understand sympathy we have for them. And we're here. We haven't forgotten. I know at times it felt like that it's all forgotten, but the fire service as a whole has not forgotten that day, and we do everything we can to remember that. Very good. Here we are 17, 18 months into the pandemic, and COVID-19 just refuses to go away. So with that in mind, I know that just like everybody else, COVID-19 has affected Thomasville Fire Rescue and likely affected fire personnel and public safety personnel in general and, and probably made the job a little more difficult. It's extremely difficult for us right now. Our COVID calls are ramping up. The deaths from COVID is starting to get to the personnel. We're running every day one or two deaths. We've actually had three this morning. And emotionally, it drains you. It pulls the life out of you. And it's really hard to keep your head up and continue to do your job. We've got a great bunch of firefighters that work for Thomasville Fire Rescue. They do the job, and they do it with pride. They understand that if not for us, somebody else has to do it. And they're not selfish in that aspect. They're here to do the job. But it is. It's taken an emotional toll because the numbers are climbing so fast. We're promoting the shots, vaccinations if you will. And the vaccinations are not going to cover all the strands, but it will help. And we need that. We need to practice the social distancing, the vaccinations, and the mask policies. It's not a favorable thing wearing the mask all the time, but it is, is a necessary thing. And we've got to do our part. Everyone has to do their part to hopefully one day get past this pandemic. And Chief, I guess it goes without saying that your personnel with Thomasville Fire Rescue, they're taking precautions seriously and, and they're taking all those necessary precautions at every single call. Yes, and our dispatcher, they're really good about letting us know it's a positive COVID patient, which we've set protocols in place for positive patients. We only have one person come off the engine. That way we only have one person that's possibly being exposed. So we've been very fortunate in running these COVID calls. The last thing in the world we want to do is take this virus home to our families. So we're doing everything we can to protect us and protect our families. Chief, as always, I've thoroughly enjoyed talking with you for a few minutes. Thank you, Chris. I enjoyed being here and thank you for having me. You've been listening to City of Thomasville Spotlight. The show is produced by Sherry Kane, Chris Hurst, and Ricky Zambrano. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Thank you for listening.